Tanya Hutton is fundraising for Cry Ireland. Cry Ireland is a self-supporting registered charity. They are dependent on fundraising activities, charities and donations to help families in Ireland bereaved by sudden cardiac death. And Tanya joins me now. Good morning to you, Tanya. Morning, Alan. How are you? I'm Grant, Tanya. You've got some major fundraising coming on, but you've also got a personal story to share with me today. Tell us about yeah. your sister, your sister Pamela, because this has inspired you to remember her. What happened? If you're comfortable telling me. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Pamela Allen was 37, a young, healthy girl, married, had a 10-year-old son. The day before Pamela passed, she wasn't feeling great, so she went to her family doctor and they told her it was a kidney infection that... Um, they gave her antibiotics and they said, if you're not feeling any better, come back to us within two to three days, which is normal for a 37-year-old. You just think, I'll take the antibiotics and I'll be fine. Then on the Thursday, she rang me mother at lunchtime and she just said, Ma, I didn't want to worry you, she said yesterday, but I wasn't feeling well and now my symptoms today doesn't feel great. She had it in her head. She thought she was she had COVID just with the symptoms because she hadn't experienced symptoms like it before. Mm-hmm. And she just said, I want to go get tested, but, if you know, I don't want to go into the shop where you get a few messages. i just be afraid if I pass it on to someone in case I do have COVID. So, and she said, now, don't come into the house. Just leave it outside the door, because just in case I have it, I don't want to give it to you. So my mother, baby mother, she wouldn't listen. She went into the house, and Pamela met her at the stairs, and she just said, and feeling a bit breathless but I'm just going to go now and I'm going to go down to the testing centre and just see what it is like if it's COVID. Right. So she drove down to the testing centre and they asked her had she been referred from her doctor and she said no so they just said unfortunately we can't take you so if you come back tomorrow at 10 o'clock. After that she actually rang my mother and she was like Do you know what I'm actually feeling well now the fresh air is after doing me the world of good. I yeah. think I'm, you know, I'm going to be fine. So that was grand. That evening at about ten past five, my parents rang her again and they put her on loudspeaker and they said she was in great form. They were talking to her. She was in the kitchen and she was getting her son ready. Sean is her son. And she was getting him ready to go training out in Palantine. And she just said, right, I may go, but she was in good form. She dropped Sean out to training. Then at 20 past six, her husband John came home and found her on the stairs. And she just said to him, thank God you're home. And that was the last thing she could say. And he knew straight away something serious was wrong. So he rang the ambulance straight away. And he rang my parents to come down, to get down here straight away. My parents got down before the ambulance. And they got in and she still was... She still was alive, but she wasn't able to talk. Within a few moments, then she collapsed. And my father and her husband tried to do CPR to bring her back, but it was just, it was just too late. Um, then the following day, we were told it wasn't COVID. So obviously we were relieved that it wasn't COVID. At that time, the COVID restrictions were still really strong. So, you know... We were just happy that we could get her home. But in the back of our heads, we were always thinking it was something, you know, maybe she had sepsis or something burst in her stomach. Right. And What had happened to her, Tanya? What was it? 
we, the two days after her funeral, our family doctor came to us and said, they don't do post-mortem, nothing had showed up. We were like, but she was sick. They were like, nothing had showed up. You'll have to wait further. We'll have to do an in-depth autopsy with the tissue. That'll be a while before we hear. Mm. So that said, it was February this year. We were told that it was adult sudden death, which was a shock to us. It was a shock because we just thought how, like we knew she like, had a kidney infection but it had nothing to do with the kidney infection. They said everything mm. was normal. It was just unfortunate that she was sick that day but it had nothing to do with her um, passing through cardiac sudden death. How are you coping now? It's a nightmare. It's just just like how you just it's so hard to try and get your head around how a healthy 37 year old girl can just be gone and it just see it doesn't seem right for people just to just pass so suddenly when you know when they are healthy but like that we hadn't really known much about adult sudden death so when i was at home i started like googling this you know all about adult sudden death just because it just was so hard to get our head around it. And that's how I came across the cry, yeah. the charity. And I started looking into more and finding out things. And it's just, it just shocked me about how many young people a year in Ireland, up to 60 people a year in Ireland, young people around 35 are dying of this adult sudden death. Right. You are going to honour your sister in a very special way. It's not for a, a number of weeks away, but it's on the 25th of June. What's happening? On the 25th of June, so Alan, we are having a memorial match in honour of Pamela. Pamela was a big Palantine supporter. Her husband, John, played for Pal for the last 20 years. She'd never miss a match. She was super proud. She was his number one supporter. And then she was even more proud when her son started playing for PAL. So Stan Brennan from Aerog came up with the idea of doing a memorial match right. for her in her honour. So we have um, a 5.30 on Saturday the 25th of June. We actually have Pamela's son playing under the under-13s. And then we have the seniors kicking off at 6.30. And then that night is going to be followed by live music and raffles and loads of spot prizes. People in Carlow just have been so great yeah. donating, wanting to help. Right, so you're literally across the border from us in County Carlow. It's one of our mm-hmm. neighbouring counties that was only up there recently. Yeah. It's a wonderful spot. Uh, people can also donate. You have a GoFundMe page, have you? We have a GoFundMe page. And I just want to say about Cry, like what they're doing they're amazing like cry ireland like was founded in 2002 by parents who had experienced the effect of sudden and unexplained death in their families they provide a family support group offering emotional support and counseling and also gives counseling to someone who has a confirmed diagnosis or an inherited cardiac condition they offer free screening to family members because it can be hereditary yeah so they give free screening. It's a free helpline. You can go onto their website. They're there. They give great support because anyone that um, has an inherited cardiac condition, it's a big lifestyle change. And it's 
you know, and then it's also there to support families because it's just yeah. such, it's it's just an unbelievable thing, like, to try and get your head around, like, it's just... Yeah. Stay strong. And look, thank you for sharing the story with us this morning. We will remind people coming closer to the match. You've given them the information on the uh, yeah, page and, and you've talked about yeah, crying. Yeah. Yeah. So if they just go to the Pamela Reid Memorial Match and we have a Facebook set up and an Instagram page set up with all details, but you can go fund me on the Pamela Reid Memorial Match. Thank you, Tanya. Stay well. Thank you so much. Good morning, Thanks, Alan. Thank you. Not Thank you. Bye.